Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to another episode of Behind Closed Doors. On the last one, we left with Matt and Sarah. Sarah talking about how she didn't know if this marriage was going to continue. Well, their conversation continues on, and we will learn more about the five languages of love and where they are going to be going in the future. Hey guys, come on hey. in. Hey, Hello. good to see you. I know. Yes. How have you been? Oh, well, it's been summer, hey? So I know. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> like a whirlwind. It. It's August yeah. 1st tomorrow? I know. I yeah. know. What the heck? Okay, so I... <sighs> Have done oh, lemon yes, water for you. Oh, yes, please. Oh, sorry, with some orange. Okay. Lemon and orange? Lemon Love and orange. It. Yes. Yes, you've been good? Enjoying yes, the sunshine? enjoying it all, this weather. Yeah. And, Thank uh, you. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, yeah, and now, how was grad? Oh, my gosh. It was <laughs> so perfect. <laughs> Just, yeah, she was, she looked absolutely stunning. Aww. Got good photos. Proud parents. Yeah, it was really good. Yes. I'm so glad that she was able to have her grad, right? Like the past oh, years, some of them didn't get that. Yeah, no, so, so this is probably like, yeah, the first full-fledged, nothing. Yeah. 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 Was it so, a little bit overwhelming for you guys or? No, like I, I was emotional, but like proud of her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it was just cool to be able to sit and experience that with your first kid. Is, yeah. Uh, well, okay, so, yeah, like, your whole story was pretty, pretty amazing, and we knew we couldn't leave it just, there. like, there. I know. Okay. I know. So, I think now, and I know that we've had this conversation, mm -hmm. um, talking about what you guys had to go through yeah. to get to where you are now, and then how are you maintaining it, right? Because yeah. I mean, addictions, you know, trauma, yeah. it, it stays with you for forever. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you the five different kinds of love. Is it five or yes. seven? Five. 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 Okay. Yes. So yeah. this is amazing. Okay. Yes. The five love languages. So yes. that is something that was coined by Gary Chapman. Yep. And we learned about it. I, we might have even learned about it prior to the whole marriage explosion. But I think what it's just very, very cool. Um, how, I, how I easily describe it is like, so we all have, and I'm sure there's more than five, but this is what Gary Chapman has. He's wrote, written books on called The Five Love Languages. We all have like a top love language that we primarily understand and unknowingly speak. Just as if you have English as your first language or Spanish or French, we have a top love language which we speak to others and expect them to speak back to us. So let me explain. So the, the five are quality time. So quality time is if I ask you, hey Tracy, let's go hang out one-on-one. -on -one. That to me would be maybe that's my top love language, speaking love. Okay. There's gifts. 
So bringing someone a gift or, you know, random little, right? There's words of affirmation, which would be, oh my gosh, you're doing amazing, good for you, like all those encouraging words. There's physical touch, so you hugs and whatever, just shoulders and whatever. Um, and then there's acts of service. So that's like, what can I do for you today to help take a load off or help you mm -hmm. with that or whatever. So what happens is we will all have, like there's this personality test you can do online called the five love languages personality test or whatever. You can do it and see that you generally will have number one and number two. And generally if you start to think of it, okay, well what, when my partner does that, do I feel loved? When my friends do this, do I feel loved? You can kind of start to figure that out, I'm sure, like we all can. Hey, like. But it's cool to do the test anyways. So finding out why is that so powerful, I think, is like if you're unaware of that, so for instance, for Matt and I, my top is quality time. Mm -hmm. His is physical touch. Oh. My physical touch for me would be down low mm -hmm. and gifts would be down low for me. Yours low would be gifts, so thankfully we're both on <laughs> gifts one. That would probably be... I don't know what low. else would be for you. My quality, oh no, sorry. Um, physical touch and words of affirmation would yeah. be both equally high for me. High. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now what happens is if I go out into the world and I'm thinking everybody thinks like you. Thinks like me. So I'm like, yeah. hey, let's hang out. Hey, let's hang out. Hey, let's hang out. And, you know, maybe my friend is gifts or maybe my friend is words and I'm horrible at words. And what happens is there's this like, one person thinks she's never speaking love to me when all along I've been thinking I've been speaking the highest love, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's just really cool to start to see that. It's like even as kids, you know, my parents spoke love to me in all, I would say, all four but quality time. And so mm -hmm. I came out of childhood thinking I wasn't really loved. It was like my mom spoke Spanish to me my whole life saying, in Spanish, let's pretend, she said to me every day in Spanish, I love you, Sarah, I love you, Sarah, I love you, Sarah, and all I know is English. Well, if someone would say, you know, 20 years down the line, hey, did your mom ever say you loved you? In my thing, well, no, she never did. Yet, wow. she spoke it every single day. It's just that we were speaking two languages, right? Wow. So really learning about that is very, very powerful with your partner and realizing, mm -hmm. wait, that's not speaking top love to him. I actually need to go out of my way to speak what they mm -hmm. need from me. And your kids, learning yes. your kids' love languages. Yes. Like, it's powerful. So everybody is different, though, yeah. right? No matter what you're, mm -hmm. you know, even if you're coming from the same family unit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, your son and your daughter do not uh -huh. have the same kind exactly. of love language. Yeah. Anything. Can you think, as we're speaking, can you kind of start to think of, like, could you yeah. see what would speak to you more than, yeah? Yeah, no, totally. But I want to just say, though, if his was top one was being physical touch, uh -huh. and for you, what you finally yeah. found out what you were going through, yeah. hating to be touched. Right. Like, now, now you could understand the, the torment. and Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you think of how many of, you know. Yeah, but how many people out there are doing that? Right. Exactly. And, I mean, if you have suffered trauma and stuff like that, that is something that, you can get triggered. You can, and so touch can be this thing that it's like, and yeah, what if your partner is that? What if your kids need that and you're mm -hmm. just not able to physically? So yeah, it's just, it was very eye-opening and powerful to learn it. Now, yeah. practicing it is sometimes <laughs> harder, but yeah, yes. at least you do have that awareness, Yeah. right? No. Okay, so then how does that help in your relationship now knowing these things? Yeah, I think it's just the awareness. Yeah. I mean, I think 
I would still fail many times at it, being like, oh yeah, right. Like, I need to make sure I'm saying encouraging words or touching him. Those things have been hard for me our whole marriage. It's just, yeah, yeah I, I would yeah, say. The, the idea of that is that you do learn how to, to show love to your yeah. Oh, your kids or your spouse yeah. or your friends, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Because if you do speak the language, like I have guy friends that always gave me a hug and I, and I didn't grow up getting hugs and right. I didn't realize that was physical touch. But when, when I started getting hugs from, from some of my buddies, I was like, they became, I became close to them because I felt that they really cared about me. But wow. They, I mean, they were speaking my love language. Yeah. 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 Well, um, okay, so let's talk about emotions. Let's talk about feelings. Like, I'm curious too. I mean, we left on the last time Sarah really throwing it into your face that she was having an affair with another mm -hmm. man and, and she didn't care anything about anybody's feelings for that matter at that point. How did you manage to stay the straight and narrow and like, you know, with your with yourself dealing with your addictions and everything like that, how did you just stay like on course and not fall off the wagon and everything like that when um, it's a great everything question. was imploding? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly. Yeah, there's not really one answer. I definitely had a strong faith, yeah. um, and I relied on that faith in yeah. in God and just uh, other men that mm -hmm. I had. Uh, like close uh, accountability mm -hmm. partners, I guess, mentors, um, just having a really strong faith. And, and really, I guess I had kind of finally realized what the right thing to do was. And I was very determined in my sobriety because I was determined to stay sober because I knew that even if our marriage didn't, wasn't reconciled, I still needed to be sober because I, mm -hmm. I had kids. And, I, and otherwise, if I couldn't maintain sobriety, I was going to likely die, right? So that was my motivator it wasn't just I guess how do I explain it it wasn't just the marriage reconciling the marriage that was motivating me so even though it was very painful mm -hmm. I still was very determined just to do the right thing and right. I knew that love and um, honor and and yeah those kinds of things were the right thing to do um, for me I guess to yeah. live in integrity yeah. so if, I know if that makes sense no and it yeah. totally does and then yeah. You had mentioned, you know, uh, you had mentioned having mentors, but uh, yes. guy friends yes. that you could talk to. So how yeah. important is it to have guy friends? Because we know girls, yes. it is so important. But guys, to oh. talk men, yeah. man on man, man to man kind it's of thing. It's 100% critical. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I, I wouldn't be able to do life without it. Even today, like I still do, I still meet weekly with men. I still uh, am very, very... Uh, it's a very high priority for me to be completely transparent with somebody, mm -hmm. with a group of people, uh, men, every week. Um, yeah, it's, that, that's critical yeah. in, in, my, uh, in my view anyways. I think every man should be able to experience that. And it's hard, yeah. right? It is, very hard. Breaking down yeah. and, and showing your yeah. vulnerability, right? Oh, yeah. Because it's still the yeah. same thing. Men are supposed yeah. to be brave and strong and yeah. never cry and, mm -hmm. yeah. and all of that. And so, I'm, and I think too, having kids makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Like, if it was just the two of you, would you be together? That's a hard one. I know, I, I've thought of that too, because I know when I finally made the decision, like, that's it, it the, the, our kids were involved in that equation, but it was also that my friend had sent me some 
text of like, look, Sarah, I know whatever you decide, I support you, but I want you to be able to look back no matter what you choose and be able to hold your head up high no matter what. She's like, that's what I'm cheering you on, that you can hold your head up high. And, be, and that really hit me and I was like, if I would look back at how I'm living right now, I'm not going to be able to hold my head up high. And I, that kind of, that was one of the moments too where I was like, I need to do this for me. Like, I deserve to have a life that is joyful and healed and, but also our kids were a huge thing too. It's like, they deserve that. Like, they deserve to have parents that will fight for them and to fight to make it work, you know? So, yeah, I think, I think we would have with, with or without kids because of like, as I said, when we left on that cliffhanger, there was this major like crack in my heart when he sent me that text and said like, you look absolutely beautiful tonight. I'm always on your side. That was like, I started to discover that there is actually this love that I hadn't ever really felt before of an unconditional love, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it's like in your face doesn't make sense kind of love. Like that doesn't make sense for someone to be like, oh, I know you're going out with someone else. And I'm going to send you this beautiful, that doesn't, I don't know what love like that. I hadn't known a love like that. So I think stuff like that started to show me that there is actually this beautiful part of life that I think I want Mm -hmm. with God, with this guy that I never knew before, but he's changing and I kind of want to get to know him and I want to get to know me as a healed person, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. It's like multi- multi Multi-layered. Layered. And then we've talked a lot, of, well, and we still will talk about uh, the relationship between the two of you. How have you seen the kids change mm. towards mm. you? And are, yeah. uh, do they know everything? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's part of it, right? You yeah. have to lay all yeah. the cards yeah. on the table. For sure you do. Yeah. I think that they, like we just talked to them a few weeks ago, kind of about everything again, and it was like, it's interesting because they kind of remember. They were young, mm-hmm. but they do remember specific events that were more explosive, mm-hmm. right? But they don't. Yeah. But they don't like. It's nice to know that the majority of their memory is us together. I guess, right? So they right. don't necessarily carry that as something that it doesn't seem like they were really traumatized by it, or they've had enough security that they've that it hasn't yeah. affected them that negatively. But there definitely is some effects to it, and I think we've seen it even after when we would like get in an argument, uh, we would see their reaction, right? Because they yeah. did remember. Even though they were young, they would be triggered by that argument and they would remember when it was really explosive. And yeah. that would bother them. Yeah, for sure. That security wasn't there for seven years, yeah. right? So no. these poor kids are, I mean, I'm sure it's taken them. Even though they say they don't remember, I still, I think I believe in inner, inner child healing yeah. and stuff and I'm sure they'll walk through that as they age mm-hmm. and come yeah. to those places within themselves is like that right. you know so and so heaven forbid or whatever one of them goes through the same thing mm-hmm. what advice or, or will obviously you'll be there for them mm-hmm. but what would you say I think it's that communication they now see that you can make it through a lot of hell and mm-hmm. come out on the other side mm-hmm. and so I I hope that that has shown them that no matter what, if you fight for it and you want it, you can be healed, there's hope, you know? And, and I would think that that open communication of us being just like, 
hey, we're messy. Like, we've been messy our whole lives. You don't have to be perfect because we sure as heck aren't perfect, right? So I think that has hopefully, I'm, I don't, right, I'm not them, but I hope that that's given them that permission to be like, it's okay when I'm messy to go and ask for help and yes. to open up and to not keep it in like we did for so many years. So, yeah, yeah right? And I think, think, yeah, for sure. And even if they do have to go through something hard like that, I would definitely encourage them. It's never too late to start doing the right thing, right? Like right. even if you get caught in something where you, where you were messing up, it's never, it's, don't give up. Yeah. Be persistent yeah. And, tr and try to do the right thing. And even then, I think, I mean, I've learned that sometimes doing the right thing doesn't feel good, right? <laughs> it's like, no. it's not that fun, but when you know what the right thing to do is, just do it. Yeah, no. And then now, yeah. the two of you, like, new life? Yeah, really. And I think that, like, the intimacy thing, I know we had mm -hmm. talked about that before, too. Like, it's not like, you know, when we decided that's it, we were going to fight for our healing and finally to be back together. It wasn't like, oh wow, we had this magical. This, the intimacy piece of our marriage has been a long haul. I mean, long. And so getting to that place, like we, was it? We were all three of us talking that one time. And we're like, when's the last time you've like sat down and had an honest conversation with your friends about like, so how's your sex life? Like, how's yeah. that actually yeah. going? It's like that's such a taboo thing to talk about. Like, totally. how are you actually doing intimately in your relationship? Yet that is the deepest level for all relationships. And it's like, why do we feel like that's all behind and the door? We laugh about it. Yes. We laugh about it because it's not going well. Um, because you know, hell bells. We've been married for 36 years and known each other for 42. Don't do the math. And I think I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, sometimes you just forget. But if that question is fired back at me, I'm going, yeah, like, I'm really going to tell you, Sarah? No, <laughs> right? Sorry. Yes, let me tell you. Yeah, I know. Right. Yes. No, but it's, and you're right, it's crazy. So is it something, though, that you need to have that conversation with your partner? Or is it a conversation amongst friends? I think it's, if you have, I think, I, I it would be, and even for us, we would have benefited to have, I don't even think that was a part of our relationship because he knows my, that he was very respectful of just like, I, I know that's your own things you got to work through. And so like, he didn't want to push anything. Um, and I was just like this. And mm -hmm. so we just never really talked about it with many people. I would maybe one-on-one -on -one with a girlfriend yeah. and say like, I'm really struggling. I get super triggered. I'm not sure mm -hmm. how to ever, it's not like I don't want to, but I just don't, I can't yeah. connect my mind, my emotions and my body t together. Um, and so it was, yeah, it's been a struggle. I mean, up until last year we did a 30, was it last year? Yeah. Last year we, I, I felt like it was time to like get over it. And so I was like, I don't. I think God gave it me the idea, and I felt like we should do 30 days straight of intimacy. And for us, that <laughs> yeah. didn't always have to mean like, because what is intimacy? Exactly. If we open up, what is intimacy? Okay, I would like to argue that if you have had 10 years of no sex, <laughs> you might be missing a bit of intimacy in your marriage. But I also understand that sex is not. That is not just intimacy. There's exactly. so many layers of intimacy, right? Mm -hmm. We can have sex and not be intimate. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. 
totally just turn yourself off and do and the do deed it. right like yeah so how many layers of intimacy are there and how hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Deep are you in your relationship with intimacy? And so have you found different layers? Or have you yeah. found, I guess, have you found intimacy in different things? Newer things that are discovered things that you could do together to have yeah. that. Closeness, yeah, I guess. Really closeness is another word or whatever, right? Yeah, or connection. Yeah. Connection. Closeness, yeah. Intimacy, that's kind yeah. of all the, yeah, yeah. And does that come yeah. with physical touch? Like, I think, so when we did this 30-day thing, so mm-hmm. what we did is when we went through, we had this challenge. One of the ones actually was, we're getting right into mm-hmm. details. When, we, when you suffer betrayal or trust issues and stuff, our therapist, who is a sex therapist, he had said, or like uh, sex and addiction mm-hmm. therapist, yeah. He had said, here's the things you need to do to retrain the brain. Because um, how behind closed doors can we go here? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're behind the doors now. So. Well, I mean, we, talk about sex. Yeah. Okay, so talking about masturbation. So what yeah. he said was, here's an instance. He said, how powerful like masturbation and pornography can be and how detrimental it is. He said, if, if you look at, like, let's say you decided you were going to look at this glass and masturbate and you bring yourself to orgasm. If you did that over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, eventually this glass will be what will turn you on. And yeah. your brain will, that is, that is the power of the release that happens when you orgasm. We are made for that which is God's beautiful design of this chemical bonding thing, right? But that's where pornography, it can all of a sudden, that's all that you can connect with. with. And so then you can no longer have this real life connection because that's all you can connect with. So he told us a way to retrain because obviously pornography was his thing. So he said three things need to happen when you're having sex. One, lights on. Two, you need to talk to each other the whole time. And then three, you need present. to look yeah. in each other's eyes when you orgasm. Because what's that doing? The more and more and more oh. you're looking into your spouse's, your partner's eyes over and over and over what's happening. Training the this brain. This is yeah. now retrained to this. So he desires you uh-huh. and not the glass. The connection. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would wow. you say that's worked through the years? Like now yeah, you've been sober from for pornography yeah. for... Yeah, for sure it works. It's, yeah. 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 So that that's cool. So we, we started doing that. Yeah. And then um, uh, the other one was doing something called the dailies, which is like you emotional, right? So like emotional two feelings, yeah. share two feelings with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, and it can't be about the other spouse because then that can, or the partner, because yeah. then it can, I felt mad at you. No, it's like, no, it's a yeah. safe zone. Well, yeah. you're, so you have allowed, to like, you're not allowed to comment, to right. talk to those folks. If Sarah would express a feeling to me, I'm yeah. not allowed to actually say, oh, like, yeah. like you know, like I, I'd you try to fix it or no, something, right, no. or something. You can't. can't. Fix you it. just gotta listen and then leave it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So yeah. not about the other person, and also they can't respond. Anyway, so two feelings. Um, was that it? Two feelings. Oh, two compliments to each yeah. other, and mm-hmm. then either read a book together or pray together or something that mm-hmm. you do together, where it's like feeding your brain kind of thing. 
Um, so we did that with the 30 days of intimacy. So we did either sex, which we had a lot of sex <laughs> over those 30 days. We did, actually. Some of the days it was like, let's just do massage or something. But then we also did the dailies. And I would say we, like, that was really, really beneficial for us that 30 days like that oh, was sure. really good. we it can is. carried it on we went into yeah. like a 75 day yeah. one whoa yeah <laughs> and they just parlay it right into a full year <laughs> and then you're cured general okay, life so yeah. <laughs> are you cured is that the right word like are, are you, i know what you mean like i feel free like yeah, yeah. i feel okay. free mm -hmm. like whereas before everything would have triggered my body couldn't connect my mind and soul I would say that really helped me. I don't know. I just like I decided that was it. Like, I don't want to brush over. I went through many years of working on it and healing and therapy mm -hmm. and things. Um, but I think it was just like I was just at this point just comfortable not being connected. It was more of yes. habit. Yeah. And it was like no, enough's enough. Like this is a mm -hmm. a thing that can. Shouldn't we be having the best sex of our life? Like, what are we? Why are we all holding ourselves back from that? Like, how about we go and start to like? I don't believe that as you're married for 30 years, it should get worse. I think you should get yeah. to know each other so well that it becomes incredible if you learn each other and how to. I mean, a part of it is right? yeah. This is a little bit of a uh, sidetrack, but a part of it is also our culture is we've become so sexualized that we we deem like marriage as boring right or mm -hmm. it's either or, or, you don't yeah. talk about sex it's the one spectrum mm -hmm. you don't talk about it at all marriage or not or the other part is it's so normalized that the, the being married is like boring right and yeah, there's no true. excitement in that which is they're both true. lies yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. that's true and that's often where people get led astray right yeah. because they're looking for the next high yeah, whether it's exactly. going to be alcohol yeah. drugs pornography yeah. whatever yeah. Yeah. or being um, unfaithful yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, why can't we just look into what makes us happy yeah. and work on that? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. truly. So, and I mean, when you discover the deepest level of connection within yourself and you mm -hmm. can start to really let yourself be free in what actually brings me joy and be free to explore that and then discover that with your partner, like it's just a really cool... Would you say that both of you now are on a different level mentally? Yes. Then, then before. Well, well yeah. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never want to go down yeah. that rabbit hole again. But yeah. Yeah. I like you just. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and you definitely, to your point before, do you are you cured or whatever? Mm -hmm. I don't know that. I think you just become like I wouldn't say I'm ever going to be cured of, of. The, of temptation, of temptation or right, or, or the risk yeah. of falling back into addiction. Do I believe that I will? No. But do I have to maintain uh, what I do today is uh, being connected, being mm -hmm. accountable, being open and transparent? Definitely. If I stop yeah. doing all those things, I very easily could fall back yeah. into addiction. Yeah. Into, into, yeah. The, I like the way. saying, all you need to do for weeds to grow, just do nothing. That's it. Stop. Watch them grow. Just stop. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what's going to happen? So you don't have to be doing anything, but those weeds will eventually choke out yeah. all the good. So yeah. I think even, I remember you saying something about sobriety. It's like you never want to reach that level of confidence really. Like, I'm good. I don't need yeah. any, any And like that is the problem, yeah. the dangerous thing. Yeah. So, because uh, I was going to say, what would it trigger? Or you just don't even, you are proactive in making sure that he doesn't. I don't do anything. My mm -hmm. hands are. 
when we went through that, it was like I realized because I had done the try to control thing for all the yeah. years. No, my hands are off of it. It's like that's his own choice. Mm -hmm. I, there's no checking on him. There's no, no, that's his own because he will choose to go down that road if he wants to. He will also choose to stay sober if he wants to. That, that is a freedom that I found <laughs> once we collapsed on the floor and I was like, I, I, what was I doing all those years? I can't do that. I have to keep yeah. myself. Stuff. Yeah. Right? And it's true. Like you've done a great total transformation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that you are definitely happy. Yeah. Must be the happy juice. <laughs> yeah, totally. Are you guys drinking it right now? Yeah, we no. are. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. oh man. So much more, but you know what? I think just you, both of you, opening up mm -hmm. has been yeah. really, really uh, interesting. Is is the wrong word? I think it's. <laughs> I, I think really just being aware, yeah. more aware of what people go through. Mm -hmm and uh, not making assumptions, not making, and we all do that, we all do that, we all have bias, and that's so hard, and you, and you know that now too, yeah. with what you do, and, and speaking out, and I think that's so important. Yes. So, thank you, Matt, yeah. Sarah, for sharing. I know there's a lot more to come. This table is always open. Always open. I love it. <laughs> Not 24-7. Yeah. No? <laughs> yes, and I'll have to let Rocky in soon. Yeah. He's going to break down the door. Oh, yeah. You're that. It's yeah. not like uh, I had to laugh because, like, well, you, your, t your kids are growing, oh, too. Yeah. But the teenage years, like, yeah. we go to bed with a clean sink. Oh. And I came out this morning. It's like... A full gourmet <laughs> meal was made in the night when I was in bed. Yes. Like, what are they eating? And it's all dried up. It's yeah. yes. on. And nobody, no, and, and dishwasher? No, that's for no. them. No, nobody. it's nobody here. Yeah. I don't, yeah, no, it's taboo. I can't put the dishes in the dishwasher. Sorry. Oh, gosh. No. That don't must be just a thing. It's a thing. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs>journey like no other where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier healthier and more stress-free life and the beauty is you don't need any vacation time for this adventure the journey will come to you join avery rich on your very own journey into yoga along the way she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence all in less than 15 minutes you have nothing to lose but stress the Journey into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. 
Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.